0: Welcome to the Pre-Vet PauseCast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet PauseCast. I'm Alex Avellino, your Pre-Vet advisor. Today, my guest is Bryce Talsma, one of our second year students. Bryce, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I am great. Thanks for coming. I know you're at the end of your second year.
1: Yeah, the end is in sight. So close.
0: She's heading into clinics pretty soon, but she wanted to come and wish everybody a happy Earth Day.
1: Yes, happy Earth Day, everyone.
0: Because we today's topic is about sustainability, how veterinary medicine relates to sustainability and Bryce's experience with it. So before we even get into that, Bryce, go ahead and tell us your background. Where did you go to undergrad? Where are you from, et cetera?
1: Yeah, so I am an out-of-state student. I am from a small town in West Michigan. Um, And so I went to a small college right along Lake Michigan called Hope College. Um, It's about 3,500 students and, yeah, made the decision to move down here to UF.
0: Coming from a small college, Bryce, how did you – because I know in in a large college or university, you might have – people might think you have more opportunities – Tell me why going to a small college worked for you. What did you like about it? Yeah,
1: I really wrestled with that. Um, I was dead set on going to Michigan State, and when I toured, I was like, I'm, I'm going to get drowned in all these students, and not every school has a great pre-vet advisor like you, Alex. Oh, thank you. And so when I toured Hope College, um, I met with the pre-vet advisor one-on-one, and he talked about the personal relationship that he has with the students and how he had a 97% success rate of getting students into vet
0: school. And I was like, you know what? If you can get me into vet school, I'm sold. So when y'all are thinking, if you're in high school and you're thinking about a college and you wanna go to vet school someday, you might wanna look for someone who can be a mentor to you. Maybe going to a large university isn't what's best for your personality and going to a small college, you really can get more one-on-one time and mentorship. So Bryce. Tell me why we're here.
1: Well, we're here to talk about sustainability. Um, so sustainability started for me when I was in undergrad actually. Um, I really wanted to study abroad and so I started looking at different programs, large universities, thinking that would be the best and then started thinking about more why did I want to go to a large university? or what was I looking for in a study abroad program. And when it came down to it, I loved my small college experience and I wanted that experience abroad too. I wanted to form close connections with people. I wanted to be invested in the community. And so I found this small um, program called Creation Care Study Program uh, based in Kaikoura, New Zealand. Kaikoura has a population of 3,000.
0: Oh, like the size of your college.
1: Yeah, yeah, less smaller than my college. And so the whole focus of this program was sustainability and what does environmental stewardship look like, which I knew absolutely nothing about going into that program.
0: Can you define sustainability for us?
1: Yeah, so sustainability has a lot of different aspects to it, but it's how are we utilizing resources or how are we doing things in a way that allows us to do it for a long period of time. Mm -hmm.
0: So something that is sustainable. So when you guys are thinking about when you're making choices based on what you eat, what you wear, what you buy, will you be able to do that? And will the population be able to do that for years and years and years to come? So you went on this trip to New Zealand. What was the setup like? What, what was the experience?
1: It was crazy. I, there's culture shock for sure. So uh, we lived, We had there was 14 students in my program and about six staff members. We had about 20 of us in this building that used to be a convent. Um, so was it, it was, beautiful? Oh, it was gorgeous. Absolutely beautiful. Um, we had this massive backyard with gardens and we had chickens and it was all these beautiful oak trees. Um, we had, a, we shared a bedroom with one or two other people and we ate all of our meals together. Um, we were together all the time.
0: You and this small group of people were taught to be sustainable were you taught skills um so we go into the convent and they
1: say okay we don't have heat um but then they said like we don't have computers we don't have tvs your cell phones aren't working because you're in another country so you're gonna learn just by being here what it's like to live an intentional lifestyle because the people around you is what you have to entertain yourself Um, we also had a library so i wrote a lot of books that semester (laughs) um But then we also took classes. Um, So I took classes on sustainable community development, environmental literature, marine ecology, terrestrial ecosystems. And so we were also taught what it looks like to be sustainable by people um, from all over the world who came to teach these classes. And then we are also living a sustainable lifestyle.
0: So it was something you were interested in, sustainability. You already had this interest in it. But you knew you wanted to go to vet school. Did this program have anything that said, this is a pre-vet program? Why? Why choose this and have vet school as an end goal?
1: Absolutely not, there was no, you're gonna get all these experiences with animals, there's none of that, but I took my time in undergrad to say what is gonna make me stand out as an, an applicant because everyone's gonna have over a thousand hours of veterinary experience, so what's gonna make me unique and what can I say to whatever school I apply to, this is why you should take me and this is what I'm gonna to contribute to the field of veterinary medicine.
0: And what I think is really important, and I tell my students a lot, they say, will this look good to vet school? And I always tell them, do what you can live with and what you won't regret. And if you are going to regret not studying abroad or you're going to regret not taking a job working at Disney World that has nothing to do with animals, but you've always wanted to do it, you should still do that thing because it might actually end up helping you get into vet school, number one. But number two, you don't want to get to vet school and have regrets. And Bryce chose this program, not knowing what it would do for her. And then tell me what happened in your interview for vet school.
1: I don't think we talked about my animal experience at all in my interview, except for some of the research I did in New Zealand. But I mean, UF was so fascinated by the fact that I chose a sustainability program and they just wanted to talk about my experience abroad and what I did and how I connected with the community members and a little bit about the research I was involved with. Um, but mostly just what I took away from that experience and how it's going to impact my life going forward.
0: There, Yeah, there's so many things I could point out about why this is important. So Bryce said how she had to make connections with the small community she was living in. They didn't have cell phones. They didn't have computers. There was a lot of one-on-one time and relationships that she built with those people. That's what veterinarians need to do with their clients. And I can teach you how to lead a horse out of a barn, but it's really hard to teach you how to make eye contact with someone and make a connection with them and have that conversation. And that, to me, sounds like something that they were really interested in.
1: Yeah, it was, I mean, the connections that you made with people. I spent four months with these people that I didn't know a single person going into this program, and they're some of my best friends. We talk all the time. I've gone out to Iowa to go to weddings for them. I've Visited them in New Zealand um, because some of us moved back there after. And it's just you you just form such an intimate connection with people when you have to sit down and you're not distracted by a cell phone or saying, Oh, I'm busy doing this, or I'm busy doing this. We had this intentional time together and we had chores together and we had small group time together and we garden together and you just you just form a really unique connection that I think is a lot harder to find today.
0: On paper. This program might have looked like a great opportunity, obviously, to go to New Zealand, which is amazing, um, learn about sustainability, but not a specific pre-vet angle or a hook. And then Bryce got to come back and really make it work for her. Well, you know, we already said happy Earth Day to everybody, but now I want Bryce to kind of go over for you guys some sustainable habits that you can incorporate into your life how she's doing it maybe some will work for you maybe some won't so bryce let's hear in general things people can do things that have worked for you things you want to try talk to us about what's our sustainability strategy yeah
1: so i think the biggest mistake that i made coming home was trying to do too much i was living in a place where we were able to get all of our food local we had most of it from the garden we had chickens for all of our eggs and to give all of our food scraps to we composted we recycled everything and that's unfortunately just not realistic for a lot of us living in the US especially college students who can't afford a lot of those luxuries and so when i came home i dealt with a lot of guilt of i can't do all of this stuff i feel like i'm doing nothing but something is so much better than nothing and so take those small steps and think about what is realistic for you it might not be realistic for you to say I'm only going to buy organic food that comes from, you know, local community. And that's totally fine. I don't personally, I'm not able to do that. I still get my groceries from Publix and get what I can, but find those small things. So I try and make improvements as the year goes on and like add things as I see fit and what I think is sustainable. Um, So to start, I was like, you know what? I don't need plastic bags at the grocery store. I'll bring my reusable bags. You know, if you forget your reusable bags one day, I still do it all the time. I say, hey, can I just have a paper bag this time? And then I use the paper bag for something else.
0: Something you told me in the car that I didn't realize about Publix, we don't have to put our vegetables and fruit in the little plastic bags they give you.
1: No, I never do. I mean, especially for those of us who wash our produce, which hopefully you do when you get (laughs) home. Um, See, I've just put it in my cart. Or if I remember, I do have little reusable produce bags. And so I'll bring those and put my produce in that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. There's a lot of things that just like aren't necessary. um, And just small changes you can make. I don't ask for a straw um, when I'm at a restaurant. Mm -hmm. And so I've managed to cut that out. And, It's taken three and a half years, but now I'm to a point where I said, you know what, I really want to support uh, the meat industry locally, and I just, I can't afford that right now, and so I'm just not going to eat meat for the time being. It's not that I'm anti-meat, it's just... I'm trying to be more sport local, and I just can't right now.
0: Yeah, and so Bryce, mark me if I'm wrong, but the whole the meat thing is, so is it because so many Americans, we eat so much meat that eventually we're going to run out of the meat or we're going to be growing it or raising it the wrong way? What yeah. is that piece? I
1: think it's more the land consumption that the meat industry uses, and we as Americans do eat a lot of meat. Um, and so a lot of people might say, like, oh, you're just one person, like, you're really not doing that much. But if you think about it, let's say – you know, the average American eats a couple hundred pounds of meat a year. I'm taking a couple hundred pounds of meat away. That's a cow. And I mean, you start to inspire people around you. So my family doesn't eat meat when I go home. They do. Oh, that's so nice. But you start to impact the people around you and they start to alter your choices or start to consider things um, just based on the influence that you have on them. And so just those little seeds, I mean, Now my parents don't use plastic bags. They always did before. And that's one more person that I've touched. And now they're going to tell people, oh, we don't use plastic bags. And that's one more person. And it starts to spread. And that's how you impact change.
0: The more you listen and learn, the more you guys are going to be able to make those uh, healthy and helpful changes. And I think it's really important that you guys hear when Bryce said that she came back and knew she couldn't do everything. That's the same thing that's gonna happen in your pre-vet journey. You're going to hear about a lot of students who have done a lot of things, and you might think I have to make all of these changes now. It's probably not realistic to do that. So if you can just make little changes every semester, so maybe semester one, start your research. Semester two, you're gonna continue your research and you're gonna add on an internship if you can. Semester three, maybe you can get an executive board position. Don't try to do them all now. Do them slowly so it's more sustainable. Before you get involved in veterinary medicine students, one topic you should be aware of and familiar with is the concept of One Health. And One Health is human medicine, veterinary medicine, and the environment/slash agriculture field working together to keep our planet running, essentially, because Human med and vet med work together with research and uh, public health, keeping our population healthy from zoonotic diseases. The agriculture piece comes in because the animals that we take care of live in the environment. They also eat the environment, um, you know, specifically cows, horses, grazers, animals like that. Um, But everything works together. So when we're talking about sustainability, that's exactly what we're talking about is the One Health Initiative. So Bryce, can you kind of talk about how veterinarians play a role when they're thinking about sustainability and One Health?
1: Yeah, so I'll give you like another example um, that I heard while I was studying abroad and thought it, it started to really impact me. So if we have, let's talk about Um, animals in the forest, if we start cutting down that forest, we're displacing those animals and all of a sudden they're moving into communities where people are because our population is also growing and expanding into these areas and they're carrying diseases with them and spreading it to the human population. And we've seen that with a lot of diseases, um, new diseases showing up. And so it's really important that we think about what how our decisions on the environment are going to impact the animals and how turn will impact us, just being aware of the choices we make and how that's impacting our career in veterinary medicine but also our lives and everyone else's lives.
0: For you future veterinarians, you need to start thinking about how can your professional role as a vet impact our culture and our climate? What can you do to educate your clients, the population, um, and yourself about, the role animals, humans, and the environment plays and works together. For the second year students, before they go into the clinical rotations, we encourage them to come up with a mantra, which is a saying that will encourage them when the going gets tough, when they're tired and hungry and things aren't working the way they want to and they maybe are forgetting why they chose the profession. So every student's encouraged to make this statement or phrase and Bryce, what is yours?
1: So my mantra actually comes from my study abroad program. Um, We sat down as a group the first day and we said, okay, what is our goal? And like, what is gonna be our theme this semester? So we chose the Lorax uh, by Dr. Seuss. There's this really awesome quote in there um, that has kind of just become my mantra for life and for vet school. But the quote is, unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot, nothing's going to get better. It's not. And I think that's something really great for your um, walk through sustainability, but also vet school. If you want to implement change anywhere in life, it's got to start with you. And it's got to start with you caring enough to make some changes to start impacting the lives of others and having them make that change as well.
0: Your homework is to come up with one thing you can start doing to become a little bit more sustainable. So I'm going to give an example and Bryce will give one that you can do differently. I think mine is going to be start not using straws at restaurants. And also, let me just point out, guys, if you're like, oh, it's kind of gross to put my mouth on the glass, if that's why you're doing it those germs are already in there, so you're sucking them up with the straw anyway. So that's an option.
1: Or get a reusable straw and bring it with you. They're so easy to find and so cheap. And there's little like pocket ones that collapse down for you, so you can just carry it on your car keychain and bring it to restaurants with you.
0: That is true. I know some people need to use a straw, and if you need to, get the reusable one, perfect. Bryce, what is your encouragement for sustainability today?
1: So I think a great one is limit your showers. cut down, Set a timer and just say, you know what? I'm My showers have always been 15 minutes. Now I'm going to cut my showers down to 10 minutes. You're going to save money. You're going to save water. And you're doing a great thing.
0: Well, I want to thank Bryce for being here today, taking time out of her crazy schedule. Thank you so much for having me. We want to say once again, happy Earth Day, everybody. Happy Earth Day. All right, so go ahead, go out and be sustainable, everybody. I'm Alex Savellino, and we'll talk to you guys soon.